0: joy
1: and this is claire
0: this is episode 344 of the girls gone wild podcast this episode is sponsored by blue blocks blue blocks blue i feel like i just need to repeat it over and over again because it's such a hard thing to like say really fast it's
1: fun to say it Blue is. Blocks.
0: Blue Blocks. Blue, blah, blah, blah. Blueblocks.com. That's B L B L U. I was totally thinking of that too. B-L-U-B-L-O-X.com. The discount code is G-G-W. Uh, hopefully you've seen our Instagram posts about Blue Blocks and the lovely versions that we got. I like to wear them at night specifically, obviously because... I'm doing a lot of computer work and editing in the evenings and because the days are so short now, my sleep has been so screwed and I've been using these and I notice a huge difference. And so like little things like that, you don't know that it's going to make a big difference in your sleeping patterns, but especially because it's like, well, I have to get this work done in the evening and I have to like, that's the only time I can edit, but then I don't want my sleep schedule screwed. And I don't know about you, but I kind of am in the habit of sometimes using my phone at night. Before I go to bed and you're really not supposed to do that. So I feel like it kind of makes me feel less bad when I <laughs> have these on because at least it's not like putting just blue light into my eyes. Um, so you guys can support this great product. And I said last time that I love the packaging. I, I'm really big on like presentation and packaging and they have really beautiful cases that they come in. And then not only do they have great packaging is if you buy a pair of Blue Blocks glasses, they will also donate to restoring vision, they'll donate a pair to restoring vision. If you post a picture wearing your Blue Blocks glasses with the hashtag hashtag Blue Blocks B L U B L O X, they'll donate an additional pair. Giving is good, and tomorrow's Giving Tuesday. We're recording this on Monday, December third. Sorry, Monday, December second. Tomorrow's Giving Tuesday. Let's just get into the giving spirit, and you can get a great gift and support the podcast at the same time. So thank you in advance for supporting Joy and Claire. That's blueblocks.com, discount code GGW. Claire, how's your
1: cheese? <laughs> it's great. I'm sitting here eating cheese. I got, it's been a crazy day. Joy texted me at like 4.30. He was like, hey, you still want to record at five? I was in a meeting. I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, This is what makes, that.
0: this is, if anyone wants like secret podcasting trips, tricks, though, like this is why it works for us, though, because we're pretty flexible with certain, certain things. Like, it's not going to like be... Like life or death if we have to push it out forty five minutes or whatever, and it's like it's just so funny that like I'm just like okay cool, like I think
1: yeah I'm like okay and then I'm like no five thirty and then at like five twenty I was like no five (laughs) forty five,
0: yeah and I'm just like I'm just gonna sit here with JT and he's happy, um but yeah so you're 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 eating cheese right now which I'm really happy Mm -hmm. that you're doing that because I can't just like run home and not have a snack like
1: I know Brandon made this for me shout out shout out to Brandon for making Shout a cheese plate with some, some salami on there, a couple of turkey slices, got you me some water, ready to go. How was your birthday dinner? Where'd you guys go? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I feel like you forgot that this had happened before you asked that question.
0: I totally forgot this happened, and I'm so glad I asked
1: you. <laughs> Because I had I texted Joy about this clearly as soon as it happened. So we went to this cute little restaurant in, in Longmont that we like. And we even though we had a reservation, they seated us at the community table, which I kind of have mixed feelings about. Like that to me is sort of like having a reservation and then being sat at the bar. It's like, why do we make a reservation if you're just going to seat us next to a bunch of totally. strangers? Right. Like mm-hmm. you can walk in and sit there. Whatever it is what it is. It's a very small restaurant. So whatever. So we sit down to the community table and there are people like – on either side of us, very, very close quarters. And the couple next to us was having such an intense conversation that within like 10 seconds of us sitting down, the girl starts crying and it was... How old
0: were they? Like, what were they? What was the vibe that they were carrying? Do you feel like they were dating for a long time? Like, what, what was okay, your impression? So she was
1: holding a baby. She was holding, like, a tiny baby. Oh, my
0: God. Okay. I was like, when you told me about this, I thought for sure this was, like, first date scenario.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> Definitely She's not. She's holding a baby. She's like, they're probably, like, you know, late 30s. She's holding a baby. He... Seems very concerned, but it's unclear like exactly what is going on here because he's not like carrying any of her stuff or holding offering to hold the baby. So, you know, I feel like if you're like a new dad and you're out with your family, like you're carrying a backpack or a diaper bag at least. Like he didn't have any of that stuff, yeah. You have like and some I mean, sort
0: of supportive gear,
1: yeah, right. And they're sitting there talking, and all I, I was trying so hard not to eavesdrop because like it was obvious that we weren't the brand and I weren't talking. <laughs> And we're just staring at her, like, "Oh my gosh, is this really happening?"
0: Yeah. Like, and, and you're like, "Okay, don't say anything. I have to eavesdrop."
1: But then you're also trying to be like, "So, uh, what do you think you're going to order?" Because you don't want them to know that you're eavesdropping. So I didn't really catch most of it because also whatever had caused her to cry had already been discussed prior to us sitting down because she started crying immediately, and it was like something. All I could gather was that it maybe had something to do with something somebody said at Thanksgiving dinner. So the drama was real, and we were just kind of like, "Oh wow." Wow. So that kind of set the tone a little weird for our dinner. And then like halfway through the dinner, in between our cheese plate and our entree, this hostess comes over and she's like, I'm so sorry to ask you to do this, but do you, t- you think you could move down so that we can sit like a l- another larger party at the end of the community table? And we're like, okay, fine. So we move down and we end up now sitting next to this couple who are like rip run drunk and are hissed. Hysterical. And next thing we know, they're telling us like their life story. And the woman, they're also again, like probably in their 30s. And they're, they're married and it's his birthday. And so, you know, we're like, happy birthday. And she's telling us how she married into this family. Didn't know what she was getting herself into. His dad is this like crazy Sicilian man, she says, who they just had had to go over there earlier that day because he had been shooting at the squirrels on his roof through oh, the ceiling. What? Was like sitting in his bed in his t- it, as they paint the picture, sitting in his bed in his whitey tighties with a handgun, just shooting up through the ceiling Shut at the squirrels on his
0: roof. Up. Shut up. Okay, so this was the couple that you got moved next to after the couple was crying. Yes,
1: couple number two. So first we have crying couple. Then we have like crazy dad shooting Man, squirrels couple. If you
0: want like an exciting night, sit at the community table. That is the moral of the story. For
1: real. So that then, so that kind of ended it on a much funnier night, but or I, much I funnier know, note.
0: Yeah, I want to know what happened to the couple
1: <laughs> that was crying. I know they left uh, like pretty shortly thereafter. Yeah, it was a lot.
0: Thanksgiving can be really hard. I remember this almost yeah. every time of year. It's like families are really difficult. Family drama and family dynamics can be really, really, really difficult. So that's I. I hope she's okay. Hope she's okay. And raise your hand, everybody out there, if you've ever cried in a restaurant and like tried to hide it. I'm raising my hand. I've like totally cried. Or like never when have you're, I ever? You're, you've never done that. Like I've no. been in fights uh-uh. with, with. Have, I mean, it's been so long since I've dated anyone else. But like just thinking with Scott, like we've been in fights before at restaurants where I'm like trying to be like, let's just make this a, d- a nice meal. But I'm so pissed off at you, or we like got in a fight on the way there. We like when we were first dating, we, had, we were such a shit show. Like, there were times when we would like be on the way to events or or to like, you know, dates or like group dates or group events or group parties, whatever. And we would just not go because we got in such a bad fight. <laughs> like, and we would just not go. We would just be like, we're not going. And everyone'd be like, where are you? And we're like, oh, we couldn't make, we like make up excuses. And then I felt like crap. So man, my heart goes out to her because I like, I know the feeling of like when you're so pissed off and distracted at your partner or at something, but you have to go be social. It is, it's really tough. It's really tough. But well, I mean, was the meal good?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it was good. And they have really good cocktails. They have a good wine list. And they're like everything, their menu is really short, but it's one of those places that like everything they have is so good.
0: It was really good. So yeah,
1: it was good. I liked it. And then we came home and watched Lord of the Rings. It was funny because- I was listening to last week's episode today, and oh, I wanted to bring something up. Can I just take a huge money trail real quick and completely derail myself? All I was going to say was that I was laughing because on last week's podcast, I had said, I don't know when the last time was that I just sat down and watched an adult movie. And then this past weekend, I watched not one, but one and a half Lord of the Rings movies. So I really, you know, got my money. And those are not short movies. Uh uh-uh, No, we sat there and ate popcorn and just watched them and like drank wine. And I was like, this is so great. I just that's don't have to great. do anything. I don't have to like worry about somebody waking up upstairs. And then on Sunday morning, I slept until 1030. It was glorious.
0: Oh, my God. Now that's that's a birthday gift. That's a Christmas miracle, too.
1: <laughs> For real. Okay, here is my follow up question from last week. So you know how we were talking about showering? Yes. Here's something I, that I'm about to admit that I hope I'm not alone in this. I truly do not understand fundamentally how one showers without washing their hair. Are you serious? <laughs> because your hair gets wet. You, like, I, put it, like no, I no, put it up like this. No, I put it up like this and wet. a headband.
0: I put it up like this. Uh-uh. Like you can't put it in a ponytail. You have to like wrap it up on the top of your head and then you, oh. ha- I put on a headband, and unless your shower Maybe is like is... way up high, do you have like one of those like I mean rain showers? No,
1: but I'm o- uh uh-uh. ah. You would know if I had a rain shower, so know- I- but I'm only five three, so like there's nowhere in my shower where the where there the water is not hitting me at face level or higher. Can't
0: you angle the? the stream like a little bit lower even
1: if i could doesn't your hair get sweaty in the warm shower Mm, and
0: it gets misty but then i get out and i just kind of like towel it off a little bit and it dries and then it dries so like step by step yep you put your hair up i angle the shower and then i also have like the handheld that comes off so i'm kind of like able to like do the majority of my washing (sighs) <sighs> yeah. it's And then, and then you get out and you let your, air, your hair kind of air dry because it's a little bit misty, but I, my hair air dries while I'm putting my makeup on and it's fine. And then I can kind of style it at the end. That's really funny that you don't. And then I also had a follow-up b- because I was like, I said that I, sh- I used to shower and wash my hair after every workout. And now I just shower every, after every workout, but I don't wash my hair. I wash my hair like every three days. That was a very important clarification. <laughs> I just need people to be very aware. No, but I was like one of those people that like I couldn't even have sweaty hair. Like I had to wash my hair And shower, like the whole nine yards. Like I wouldn't, like if Scott would want to go out in the evenings, I'd be like, and I had, or he would want to go to the gym and then be like, yeah, and we can go out, I'd be like, oh, game over. Way too much time. Like I'm already ready. There's no way I'm like getting, yeah. Anyway, that's really funny. So you cannot shower without washing your hair. I think you should get a shower cap. I'm going to need that for Christmas. They have the cutest shower caps.
1: I also just feel like if I'm going to take the time to get naked and get in the shower, I might as well wash my hair while I'm in there.
0: No, because you have so much hair, it takes an extra five minutes, maybe two. 10 for you to wash that hair because you have so much hair.
1: Haven't you ever seen that meme showering that's like is me like before? five minutes? <laughs> have you seen that meme that's like me? Which meme? Before I get in the shower, that well, me before I get in the shower, it says like, what is, I'm gonna have to find it because it's funny and I'm gonna mess it up. Shower meme. It is a meme? You know, it's like a tweet that somebody turned into, but this, is, this is what it says, Before I take a shower, I hate it in there. The wet world is a bad place. While in the shower, I remember now that this is a good place, it is the dry world that is my enemy. <laughs> That's how I felt. I
0: totally remember seeing that. Yeah, I love showers. I have like a a little portable speaker. I listen to my podcast in there. It's like you you should get one of those wine cup holders. I, you know what? Okay, back in the day, back in the day before we podcasted Joy the Baker's podcast, her and Tracy Tracy Shutterbean used to talk all the time about bringing drinks in the shower. And I was always so, first of all, my shower in our master bedroom is kind of small. It's just like a a stand-up one. So it's not like you have like, there's no way to put really, I mean, there's a small shelf, but there's not, I mean, I would be very afraid of bringing a drink in the shower. There's no really good place to put it. And if it's glass. That's why you got
1: to get one of those things, they like suctions to the side of the, of your shower wall. I guess I've just
0: never like gotten into like the habit of like drinking in the shower. (laughs) Like drinking in the bathtub, sure, but...
1: Didn't you used that to have shower so beers in college? No.
0: See, I was the weirdo. Oh. And I, I guess I shouldn't say weirdo. But like I was, ugh, I feel like such a nerd. I never drank. I never did like the pre drinking stuff. Like whenever people were getting ready and they would drink while they got ready. I never did that.
1: And I think that a lot only of way the uh, to do it. Otherwise, it was too expensive to just get. Well, that you got to the bar I, sober. That was like an extra $30. You had to go to the bar so already true. drunk. That's
0: true. I feel like I missed out on a lot of stuff when I was in my 20s because I'm like, I never I never like did a beer bong. I never like,
1: not that this is like really important stuff, but
0: I've never done a beer bong, ever. Never played like whatever that is, cup, beer pong.
1: You've never played beer pong? Uh-uh. Oh my gosh. I was so good at beer pong. And fun fact, that skill translated into also being really good at throwing little pieces of food into people's mouths. Like I could get like an and m into somebody's mouth from across the room. <laughs> I need to see that. So those I, need to I don't know that. if I could do it anymore. I'm out of practice, but I used to be very good at it good at it. That's you know, a great skill. People say it's all in the wrist. It's not. It's all in the elbow. And you have really flexible elbows. I wonder if that's why. Maybe that's what it is and just genetically predisposed to being excellent at throwing tiny objects into small open faces.
0: I wish everyone could see you're like miming, like doing the throw and it's just like I can just see you like someone on a couch in a dorm room and you're just like stay there
1: open your mouth <laughs> you're just like i'm going 100 put this M&M. we had a beer pong table this is the we had a beer pong table which aka just like a six foot by four foot probably was longer than six feet it was probably like eight feet by four feet piece of particle board you know that we bought at home depot sure and when i was in college i had a jeep cherokee this like old beat up jeep cherokee and I remember going to, that was like my first car that I actually got in high school. And I remember going to Home Depot, picking up this giant piece of particle board that barely fit, you know, diagonally into the back of my car with the seats down. and But it stuck out the back, like still three or four feet. So two of my friends had to ride in the back, or I rode in the back with one of my friends and another one of my friends drove, holding onto it with the trunk door open. And I remember being stopped at a stoplight and the guy behind us starts miming beer pong and we were like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You see us. We so see good. you. Yeah. This got oh my, my God. other favorite thing. You know how Have you been to McGuckin's?
0: Uh, didn't we go there for a brunch the, the, last year?
1: No, McGuckin's the. is a hardware store. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go there. It would be like taking your dad to Disneyland. I
0: was going to say taking my dad to Disneyland.
1: It's a giant hardware store and it's full of nothing but like retired dads who just stand there oh, and they're like can I help you with God. something and you're like yeah I'm looking for this piece and they're like well you could I, we have that piece but what you're really gonna want is this piece and that piece love the those point men. of the story yep. they're the best and McGuckins is 100% full of them that's the only people that work there go there with yeah. your dad he will just he'll just live there now he'll just never get him back oh yeah yeah. So my one of my friend's dads worked there and he worked in the plumbing department and he said like half of his job was just helping people make beer bongs. <gasps> oh that they'd come my. in and they'd be like, you know, he'd like turn the corner and they'd be standing there holding this giant funnel and a piece of tubing. And he'd be like, uh, what are you looking for? And they'd be like, oh, we're looking for like an O-ring. And he'd be like, okay, so here's what you're going to need.
0: <laughs> you should, they should and just make like, a kit. That totally. Is so funny. Oh my God. College really was the best though hmm good Boulder. times okay all right so you got an email today that i think we want to talk about and i think we should probably preface this with we're gonna piss some people off and i just don't yeah. i just don't care anymore
1: i <laughs> just texted so, you and i was like i don't care anymore i'm so mad okay so this i feel like I, we don't need to necessarily call out the company
0: no we don't mm-hmm
1: and and I also feel like it's not going to surprise anybody kind of who this email, quote unquote, came from. So there is a certain meal prep company out there that a certain CrossFit celebrity whom we famously are not huge fans of is a brand rep for.
0: Yeah. And famously not fans for. Famously we've, we've made famously a name. Famously we've you know, just had a... You know, like, yeah. you know like how we used to say shmooshmooshman? We've said that with yeah, her name for those of the old school yeah. people who will know what we're talking about.
1: So, she has a a relationship, and she's really well-known. And, you know, she has over a million Instagram followers. Like, she's been in some movies. You know, she's very, very well-known. Very, very, like, you know, she's a fitness model, basically, at this point, and an actress. And so, she is a rep for this meal prep company. And today, I get this email from from that meal prep company that says, from...
0: let me preface this with why did you get the email? You must have like signed up for some email list because I didn't get the email. So,
1: okay. I Either I got – did I get it to my personal email? I thought it came to the
0: – Did it come to GGW?
1: I thought it came to GGW because at one point we had potentially Talked worked with this company as right. a possible sponsor. So, right. I'm sure that's why I would have been on their emailing list if it right. was me and not the girls. Gonna um, but either, either one. So, in comes this email subject line, how I got abs – I mean, whatever. It's clickbaity. It is what it is. Whatever.
0: Yeah. I feel like this itself, is where this is where we have to kind of say, okay, I, we know we can't police the internet, blah, 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 but I'm just gonna get pissed about all of this because I'm like, Yeah, this is this is infuriating and this this marketing is just like the clickbait stuff. It's tired. Is the, I'm over I'm exhausted. It. I'm exhausted. <laughs>
1: exhausted. And by the way, this is not how you get abs. So moving on. Hey, Claire, want to know how I stay cut year round? I use all the tricks and tools I possibly can. If I've finished a meal at a restaurant, I pour salt on the remaining food. If I need to keep my diet dialed grid- during games training, I use company name. So I always have meal prep available at any time. That was pretty much the email. And then it's like that you know, was pretty much order, the email.
0: Like, let me just bomb it. And you. And then within- it just
1: goes into. Yeah. So I text Joy and I was like, are you ready for like a minor rage stroke? Like, let's just talk about this email real quick, which the content is nothing but a literal eating disorder. Eating disorder. disorder. Tip. Yeah. This is this behavior qualifies as criteria for an eating disorder, you guys. And we've recently also seen this on the Ben Bergeron podcast where he was like, if you're afraid of overeating, just brush your teeth in the middle of the day to stop eating oh, a meal. Like, nope, guys, this is the nope. type of stuff. That people Guys, with eating disorders I'm, tell you to do. I'm going
0: to go ahead and just – I'm going to go ahead and – I have a bone. Like, I'm not speaking for Claire. I'm speaking for me. And I, I, I don't give a flying F you. Is ben Bergeron gives some really bad advice. I do not like his podcast. I do not like his advice. I'm sure I'm going to be shunned from the CrossFit community for that. But I don't think he knows what he's talking about for a lot of things. I think he just has a really big platform. And everyone like worships the ground he walks on and it drives me up the wall because some of the advice he gives is pure crap. And he can get away with it because everyone's like, Oh my god, it's Ben Bergeron. Sorry, not sorry. So I'm just like on a, I'm on a rant today. Like this just drove me crazy. Like, first of all, you open up an email with an eating disorder tip. First of all, that is true disordered eating behavior. Now, now I'm not going to go ahead and like, we're not diving into eating disorder criteria right now, but I am saying like, that is horrible advice to give in an email. Trying to promote nutrition and trying to promote health. This is why it drives me up the freaking wall with clickbait and all the stuff that's out there that we're trying to like put out messaging that's positive and acceptance. And then all of a sudden I do the next, you know, the next thing I see is like holiday tips for staying healthy and how to be smart, eating in the holidays it's like you've got to be freaking kidding me you've got to be freaking kidding me but that's not me. what
1: they are they're not like quote-unquote tips for being healthy and to say like this is how you get abs this is the kind of stuff where it's like you can't <laughs> you can't put this in an email that is supposedly that coming to thousands from of a people. company that goes to tens of thousands of people that is supposedly coming from a company that's trying to get you to make good choices with your nutrition coming from somebody who is very well known in the industry and people you know want to look like her. her
0: reach is huge, and here she is yep. telling
1: you, you know, half of this email is like, Hey, here's this tip for being I so pour you know, salt
0: literally. On like, my I am food.
1: so restrictive around my eating, I have such a poor relationship with food that I have to make it physically disgusting in order to keep myself from eating it.
0: Yeah, like.
1: You know, I remember reading something like Not that, even too, about, like, celebrities, yeah, celebrities who were like, I take two bites, this is probably Gwyneth, I take two bites of ice cream and then pour dish soap in the yeah. container and throw it away.
0: Um, yeah, that was like a Sex and the City episode back in the day, where Miranda just kept eating chocolate cake because she was, quote unquote, eating her feelings, and then she poured dish soap when she threw it in the trash because she was eating it out of the trash, so she poured dish soap on top of it eating it in the trash. Like, ha ha, humor, humor, right? But, like, this is a company that's trying to promote healthy eating, And you get – you open up with this messaging from someone who's very well-known. And it's almost like this just like bomb of of bad advice and then be like, and buy our product. And I know that that's out there and I know people are going to like buy it and they're going to fall for that. But it's just the stuff that I see – that we, I, I I, sometimes hope that we are past. I'm like, oh man, like we are not even close to being beyond well, this. Well,
1: here's the thing that gets me. And like, guys, yes, I open an email with that subject line, you know, out of curiosity. And I'm sure that this company has no idea. Not that that, you know, I don't think that that should be a pass. Like you need to be being critical of what's going in your emails and in your communication to your customers. But here's the thing that, here's why I reacted so much to it was because it feels so normalized. To have yeah. those sorts of like quote unquote tips and tricks. And it's like, guys, if no. you're having to utilize these types of t- tips and tricks and quote unquote tips and tricks and like pretending that it's normal, it's not normal. Like, and if, if that you, makes you feel called out, I don't I'm care. sorry. I'm not sorry. I'm sorry. I'm calling, if you, that out. Makes you, I'm calling out, you out. I'm calling you out. I'm calling you out.
0: I'm calling you out. And the Girls Gone Wad podcast is like, you know, putting you on blast. We're like burning down the house because here's why I will never... We could... You know what? We've talked about this. We could be clickbaity. We could, like, (laughs) put, like, I don't know, booty short photos of ourselves all day long and be like, oh, and try to get more likes, which I'm laughing at because I'm like, that's just so not us. But, like, they're the top... Especially male-hosted podcasts in the fitness realm that are out there use clickbaity titles. They use clickbaity titles in their episode, their episode titles. I see it all the time. I'm like, God, this is so clickbaity. But. That they are following a culture of just trying to make money and trying to get followers, and that's where I'm like, I'll just never sell out like that. I'll, I feel like, yeah, you're fucking selling out because you're just trying to get. I see it all the time, and podcasts that I like respect these these guys. Like, I do respect them as humans, but they just they do like top ten tips for blasting fat or whatever, whatever it is. It's like right, it's get a flat out there belly. This is still trick. happy. I'm like, is that all you have? Because guess what? Claire and I are never going to sell out like that. I'm never going to sell out to be like, let's do clickbaity crap to get you guys to like follow us or like us. I just don't care. I don't care. And this email, like when Claire sent it to me, I'm like, all right, I am, I am done trying to be PC about this. I'm tr- done trying to like tiptoe around it and be like, hey, people make their choices. Like, look, you guys are, our listeners are very smart. I know you're going to make great choices for yourselves. But the fact that this just like flies in our face and we're like, are you freaking kidding me? I know. Know there's people out there that read that email. It's like, ooh, that's such a good idea. I'm gonna pour salt on my food so I don't eat it. Like, how about you deal with the bigger issue that you have to do something like that to avoid eating? There's bigger issues going on, way bigger issues. And I'm not saying like you have issues. I'm saying that's something that you need to dissect, like on a personal level, of why you have to do that. That's horrible. That's horrible, dude. Right. That's really the
1: thing. Is like this is not this is not something that should be normalized and should be just like flippantly put in an email. You know, whether or not it's like, ha, 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 you know, can you believe she does that? Isn't that so crazy? It's like, no, this should not be something that's just put out there as like something that a healthy person does. Healthy people don't do that. And no. again, like if this is making you feel called out, then we're calling you out. You know, calling like, you this out. is a behavior that if if you feel so out of control around food that you have to do something like that, then that is an issue that you truly need a professional to help you with. Yes. And, guys, we're not trying to say like you're you're up a creek without a paddle. What we are trying to say is that if this is something, if this is a behavior that you have taken for granted as being normal and this, you know, and you're feeling like, wait a minute, guys, like, Well, what if X, Y, Z? Like, well, I can't control. Like, if you are sitting there saying, well, I can't control myself around food. I do have to do these things. You guys aren't taking into account the people who have real problems. If you really do have a problem, then get professional help. Email us. We will help point you in the right direction. Yes. Pouring salt on your food is not the solution.
0: No, it's not. And, and, And we are not here. People are going to get offended no matter what. And people will hear what they want to hear. And this is never, ever, ever a place of shame. I am pissed off that there are responsible business owners and people out there who are, you know, in the realm of health, wellness, fitness that are putting crap out there. And I know it's been around for years and years and years. I just feel like, when we know better, we do better. And the fact that this is still going on, it's such a like, I think what what pissed me off so bad about that email that it was just so bad. It was such bad information that I couldn't believe how many people did that go through where they're looking at this going like, yeah, that's a pretty good email to blast out to everyone. You know, what person did that get through (laughs) to where they feel like that's a good message to put out to their customers? Drives me up the freaking wall. So, if out of this discussion and this rant, people are kind of realizing like, wow, I do that behavior. We're not here to say you're a bad person. We're saying that's not a healthy behavior. We really hope that you kind of take a, a step back and go, hmm, maybe I could talk to someone about why I do these behaviors and get some support and some help. I think,
1: yes, that's the biggest thing is like, we're not here to say you are stupid for doing this and thinking this is good advice. We're no. here to say these companies and these celebrities, quote unquote celebrities are stupid for putting this out there as if it's normal advice. They should know better because it's so hard to wade through all of the information out there, 99% of which is just completely random and completely unfactual and, and in this case, completely dangerous. You know, most of the stuff, the advice, quote-unquote advice, I'm going to stop saying quote-unquote, it drives me crazy to I say that so much in an episode. Most of the so-called advice that we get about our diet is unfounded in by research or facts or science. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad information. Some of the information is just, you know, N equals one and we need to kind of take it, no pun intended, with a grain of salt. Then there's stuff like this. That was this a good pun though. can truly. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, thank you. Then there's stuff like this, that is like this crosses the line into being harmful advice. Right. And to being positioned as something that is a healthy habit when it 100% is not. And if You know, this is something that you have been doing in your own life and you're realizing, you know, this feels like shit to hear this because you don't consider yourself an unhealthy person. You don't think that this is something that you have a problem with. The problem here is not you. The problem here is the information that we're given and sold in to thinking that this is what we're supposed to be doing because it's not. Right. It's just so irresponsible for a brand to send this out. And it's so irresponsible for a celebrity with over a million followers to be saying, this is what you should do in order to get abs. And I
0: guarantee you people wrote back and said, what are you doing? I'm sure we're not the only ones that this pissed off. So it's kind of like Jamila Jamil. Jamila Jamil, is that her name? Um, From The Good Place and just the I account. And she's always calling out diet products. And it's always going to sell because people think there is a magic bullet. I don't think that's ever going to go away. But what we can keep doing is calling it out. And I think what I would encourage listeners to do is when you see it, call it out. And it's that whole thing of like, oh, this is just going to keep going on. Like, I know this is going to keep going on till I die. It just is. It makes money. Diet books are going to continue to make money. Anyone out there that wants to write a diet book, you're going to make probably some pretty good money about how to lose weight, uh, lose that belly, tone your arms, like whatever it is, that will still sell, even though I could look at it and be like, oh my gosh, this is so from the 80s. It's still going to sell because there's people out there that just feel like that will be the answer. It's kind of like the same thing with, you know, when you're feeling lost and you're feeling hopeless, you want to find someone who can tell you what to do, but then they just seek answers from like the wrong sources. So call, call it out. When you see something, call it out. Leave a comment. Say this is really poor messaging, whatever it may be. like Use your voice because we're smarter than this. And I'm just, I'm just out of curiosity, scrolling through the top charts in health and fitness podcasts to just look at the titles. Um, one of the first ones is on food combining mindset, diet and eating habits. That's the number two episode right now. Let's see what else. And these are like the top 200.
1: Yeah, I think the point is just that like there is no one answer. We all know that. You guys are smart. We're listening to this. Like we've all been talking about it forever. And you guys know this. And it just is so frustrating and so disconcerting and so disheartening when you see something like this being still just put out there as if it's normal. Yeah.
0: Anyway, yeah, it's right. bad. So I think just being very aware of the just being very aware of that we could have easily just gone on our merry way and been like that's stupid, but I feel like that just crossed a line. It just crossed a line. And, and if you know people who run businesses, you know, and you, or you <laughs> get meals and you know what we're talking about I hope that you write them and give them your honest feedback. As a paying customer, you have a right to say something and you have a right to give them feedback. So it kind of bummed me out.
1: Okay, before we keep going, let's just take a quick minute to talk about our other great sponsor of this episode, <laughs> ComradeSocks.com.
0: Can we just sing all of our ads? ComradeSocks.com. That's C-O-M-R-A-D, like rad, like comrade. Socks.com, the discount code GGW. Get your compression socks. These are great stocking stuffers. This is a great gift.
1: Oh my gosh. Stockings in your stockings. Hi. uh uh-uh. Do it, guys. <laughs> stockings Do in your stockings. They're so comfy. They're not like... They're not like regular compression socks. They're like cool
0: compression socks.
1: They're like cool compression socks. They're so comfy. Get them. Wear them to work. Wear them on flights. Wear them just when you're bopping around the house, when you're running around running errands. They're great for really, really great gifts. They're super stylish. They're not like kitschy. They're just really classy. We like them a lot.
0: I have been wearing them under my sweats when I walk JT because I need like extra calf warmth when I'm walking him in the freezing cold weather. And it's a little delightful warmth miracle. So may I suggest that you wear them outside um, underneath sweats because then you, your legs are super warm because they go up to
1: your knees. A warmth miracle. You heard it here first. Yep. Code GGWcomradsocks.com. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. Thank you.
0: I have a good email that I've been wanting to read for quite some time. It's from a listener. And I kind of feel like this goes along with a little bit with the discussion that we're having. The title says, Need Help Reconciling? Um, and he says need help reconciling my belief in CrossFit with healthy at every size. I have been CrossFitting for five years and coaching as well. I've gone through all the usual Paleo, Whole30, Keto, blah, blah, blah. My wife follows the healthy at every size belief, and I've been leaning that way as well. As a fellow CrossFitter, you know it is easier to move the way you want at a lighter weight, easier to do pull-ups, squats, burpees, etc. How do I reconcile this? On one hand, when I eat what is traditionally called healthy, my performance is better and I feel better. When I decide that I don't want to abide by the healthy eating habits, I feel like I'm not the best version of myself inside the gym. Thanks for taking the time to read this. I really enjoy your podcast. That's from Jim. Thank you, Jim. I love this because I feel like I see a lot of this. Is like you have to choose one or the other. First of all, I don't think healthy is at every size means that. I think what he's implying there is healthy at every size means that we're we're looking at people in larger bodies.
1: Here's what I'm hearing. It's like when I when I read that email and that we've had, that email came in a couple of months ago or a couple several weeks ago, at least when I he- read, read that email, what I let me clarify what I what I just said,
0: because I want to make sure I okay. I, I want to make sure I was clear. It
1: doesn't come across He's saying
0: yeah, because what I'm saying is when he says healthy at every size, I'm reading that as him implying that healthy at every size means people living in larger bodies. I look at I see healthy at every size as we're all just in bodies. This is what I look like to reference the email from last week. I just want to be clear that I'm not saying healthy it, at every size equals large bodies. Okay.
1: Okay. So I think when I re- first read this email, the first thing that I thought similarly was like, you know, it's not either or. And yes, is doing pull-ups potentially easier if you have a lower body fat or, and, you know, a lower body weight ratio? Probably. It's not I always the case. The, the goal and I can here, speak from and that's, experience. <laughs> well, it's not always the case. And it's also yeah. not always the – again – one thing I did like about this email was that he made it very specific to himself. That like he's kind of grappling with this, that it's not, you know, other people should have these right, goals. Totally. Because, totally. you know, I, he assumes that everyone wants pull-ups. I think for him personally, it really is just him asking that question. Like, what is your, what is your goal? What are you really trying to attain here because if what you're truly trying to attain is like games ready performance at all times, then yeah, you're probably going to have to be pretty specific with your diet. If what you're really trying to attain is something that maybe your pull ups are going to take a little bit longer, or maybe you're going to spend a little bit more time focusing on getting a stronger upper body so that your body weight has less of an effect on that, you know, so so that it can be more like, What's what I'm looking for? The ratio of strength to body weight can be higher. But you feel like you're less restrictive in your diet and you feel like that's more sustainable for you, then maybe that's the choice you want to go to. You know, and I just think that you can be completely healthy at any size. There's science to back that up. And healthy doesn't necessarily mean max amount of pull ups in one minute. I think healthy has a broader definition. And you just need to figure out what that definition means to you.
0: Yeah. And I think I I do like that he talked a lot about just like his internal struggle, because I think that says a lot about the gym culture. And why a lot of people are even afraid to step foot in the gym, because you're like, Oh, I need to be I mean, and here's the thing, like, I'm looking at this, obviously, from my filter, I've been in I've been fairly healthy my entire life. So I've never been intimidated to walk into a gym because in some way, shape or form, I've been in a gym my entire life. So for him to kind of say, I'm in this gym environment, and I see it just as like, hey, I feel better when I eat well, and I work out and the healthy at every size doesn't mean that you're then just on this other other spectrum of like, I can't even walk into a gym because I'm so unhealthy, or, or, or maybe just like somewhere in that gray area. But I feel like that that mentality, that gym mentality kind of is, and I'm not saying him, I'm not singling him out, is kind of what happens of why people are afraid to like get into the gym culture. Because that a little bit of bias, a lot of bias sometimes exists where people walk in and you're judged and people don't want to be judged how they look. They already feel bad about maybe how they look. And so I think like that piece of if we can just let go of it, and I think of a lot of what Alyssa talked about in the episodes with her, just can we stop labeling or kind of having these preconceived ideas of what someone should look like if they're in the gym? And um, sure, leaning on the side, and I'm going to reference EC now, like when we're leaning towards eating fruits and vegetables and eating foods that are just objectively better for our health, we're going to feel better. I'm pretty sure there's really not a lot of argument around that. I can tell you if I eat certain foods, they will not make me feel good. But I, I would also argue that not everyone knows how that feels yet. Not everyone really knows that experience of what it feels like to have healthier foods in your body. So I, I think it's just a good discussion. But I also think it, I'm glad he brought it up because I think it, points to a larger problem in gyms, that the culture is such that it's still there, that just by the fact that you're stepping into a gym, you're stepping into a culture that is going to say, all right, let's get on the wagon of healthy eating, and we're here for our health. And and that can kind of lean a little bit too, too too much towards that like restrictive go hard everyday culture that I think we're trying to be like, eh, let's just be let's well, just move our bodies and not eat like a jerk.
1: And I think also what it brings up is that a lot of times, oh, you know, let's eat healthy and let's add more exercise into our lives. The unspoken finish to that sentence is often so we can lose weight. And that totally to totally I think that's
0: like that that's implied. Yes, that's implied. Yeah, that's implied. Always implied. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: A lot of good stuff coming up. So thanks, Jim, for that email. I hope that that helps. And just, you know, it's not all or nothing. Mm-hmm. It's not all or nothing. Do you want to talk about our
0: our upcoming podcast change?
1: Oh, sure. Wow. All Let's, right, let's
0: end on this note. Let's just let's, let's give us a note, lot to think about.
1: So we've been alluding to this for several months. And I feel like I'm about to like propose or something. <laughs> I, I do. I, I feel like I sh- I should have like rehearsed this. I do. I will. Oh my gosh, a hundred times yes. Um, yeah. You don't say. You don't say. I do at the proposal. Uh, you say yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm so nervous.
0: Would you like All me to get right, the ball here? Because I'm like pretty okay with.
1: <laughs> no. I just feel like I needed to live, like rehearse this. So we've been talking okay. about a, a, our change for the last couple of weeks, kind of teasing it and alluding to it. And so we're changing our podcast. Everything about it is going to change. And at the core of that change is that Girls Gone Wad, as we know it, is ending. But this is Joy and Claire is taking its place.
0: This is Joy and Claire. This it is, is Joy, Joy and Claire.
1: Claire. Yeah. It is Joy and Claire. So mm-hmm. Girls Gone Wild podcast is ending. It's ending. The new podcast, which will be taking its place, is called This is Joy and Claire. Da, and da, da, da. <laughs> whew, I just feel like we like, need to take a breath. Yeah, everyone
0: take a breath. It's fine. We're not going anywhere. We just, it's going to be great. We, we had to close a chapter and we had to open a new one. And we, ha- we were growing yeah. out of it everyone's giving us feedback over the years. I found your podcast. You guys are great. I don't even do CrossFit. So we just, we're just we just taking a page from the listeners and we're saying it's time to change. We need to evolve. This is how we chose to we evolve. We need
1: to evolve. And we have loved Girls Gone Wild as a name, but it just doesn't fit our content anymore and it hasn't fit our content for years. And so really what it is, is it's less so that we're changing our content. In fact, if anything, our content will remain exactly the same with less with fewer interviews and kind of a little bit of fewer other voices and be more focused on primarily just being Joy and I, Joy and me. Um, And the name is just going to reflect the content more because I feel like our name has not reflected our content for a while. And so we're just changing the name. And so this podcast, I, here are the FAQs. What's going to happen to Girls Gone Wild Podcast? This podcast will remain, all of the places that you find your podcast, it will remain online at girlsgonewildpodcast.com. For as long as we can keep it up there. I don't really know what, if any, restrictions there are on you know podcasts that you have to have a certain, like a new episode bef- you know, wh- before you get taken down or whatever. Yeah, but We may need live- to look into that. <laughs> I know. But <laughs> nonetheless, it will live on girlsgomodpodcast.com. It will. Definitely. Yes. Mm-hmm. And all of our episodes are on that website. They will always be on that website. Fun fact, if you're ever dealing with a podcast app that's not updating, you can always go to our website and listen to all of our episodes there. You can just stream them straight through the website. Those will never go away. Maybe not never, but it will be a long time before those go away. Our new podcast, This is Joy and Claire, will live at joyandclaire.com, which is not live yet, and it will still be, every Thursday, a one-hour-ish episode of us just shooting the shit and talking and we're looking forward to expanding our topics a little bit more. We're looking mm-hmm. forward to bringing in a lot of new people into our community. And we're really, really excited for all of our most dedicated community to stay with us and be over at our new podcast. And so yes. we are so confident that like we went back and forth for a long time about should we just change the name of our current podcast? Or are we going to lose all our subscribers? But we right. know that you guys are so Good committed. to us, and you We're just so good to have us. Made our podcast what it is that we know that you guys will follow us into a new podcast, and all you have to do is subscribe to a new podcast. It's not going to be hard. We'll make it very, very easy for you guys um when the time comes. So there you have it. Yeah, coming it's in the a new, year. When? In the another new year. when that's new question. When the goal is the first week of January that we will have you know three or four more episodes of Girls Gone wide and then. You'll just have to move it over until this is Joy and Claire. Yeah. So what do you guys think? It's going to be great. <laughs> Let us know, so guys. I feel think? like this has been like a really intense yeah. podcast. We have like some intense topics. We're like dropping yeah. the bomb. Yeah. It's it's going to happen. I got it's real, real, real angry. I,
0: I kind of, I feel like I need to cut out that I just got mad at Ben Berndron. I mean, he didn't do anything wrong.
1: I just don't think he's... He did, Joy. He don't apologize for him. Actually, i Don't I'm not. apologize yeah. for people you spreading know, I, 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 Okay.
0: Let's talk about this on the next Focus. episode. But I have I have a word for twenty twenty. Should I okay. save it for the next episode?
1: Yes. You should save it for the next episode. Oh, cliffhanger. <laughs>
0: cliffhanger.
1: I feel like we've already dropped enough bombs in this episode. I know. Okay. Let's just let's just put One, a pin in that. Let's put a two, pin in that. Two to three bombs at a time. So we're yeah. really excited. You know, our content will and our focus will still really remain the same and just be expanded. We're still going to talk about crossover. We're still going to talk about health and nutrition. We're still Mm going to talk about fitness. We're still going to talk about marriage hacks. We're still going to talk about, you know, life as a working mom. We're still going to talk about Mean Girls. We're still going to talk about tacos, dogs, you know, Mm -hmm. all of the things that you have come to know and love about Joy and Claire will be there. And if anything, we'll have more of them. And plus now, you know, I think it's going to give us some room to get on some more diverse guests, get a few more diverse contributors, but really our focus, and we've heard you guys loud and clear over the years, our focus is to bring you a podcast that has more in-depth Joy and Claire. It's going to be yes. great. Yes. Woo-hoo. I'm
0: excited. It's been a Me long too. time coming. It really, honestly, you guys, no joke, took us a year to come up with a name.
1: <laughs> I know. And it's like, it's so straightforward. But here's the thing. We were like, do we call the Joy and Claire show yeah. I feel like we. This should be like our first episode of "This is Joy and Claire." We can talk about how hard it was right. for us to name it. It was really hard, shockingly hard. And then one day, I was driving home from the airport, and it just came to me. It's yeah, like, this is Joy, and this and is we, Claire, we, and this is Joy and
0: Claire. I mean, I had like lists and lists and lists in my phone that I'd look at, and I'd have words, and then I'd text them to Claire. She didn't like it. She texted them to me. She, didn't, I didn't like it. And then one day, she was like, "This is Joy and Claire," and I was like,
1: "Yes!" <laughs> it's
0: like this, the clouds parted and the. The angels saying, <sighs> Okay, well, that's it for this week. We did we did a lot of therapy. Uh, we got out some emotions. I um, just really encourage people to speak up, speak up when you see such nonsense. Don't believe everything people say if they're an influencer, and they're promoting stuff. And you really like that person behind the camera. And sometimes behind the microphones, they're not always they don't really have good intentions (laughs) I just want to make sure people are taken care of I just care about you guys so much so where can people find us on socials right now before we do the change we're still joining Claire underscore on Instagram
1: we're gonna stay that way on Instagram so all of our our social media pages those will stay the same because we can just change the names. So you have, we'll be at Joy and Claire underscore on Instagram, which that will say the same. Facebook.com forward slash girls gone wide, girls gone wide podcast.com, which will be changing to dot But you don't have to worry about any of that. It'll just redirect. You won't have We'll to take
0: care of it for, for We'll you. take care yes. of that for
1: you. Same with Twitter. We're going to um, hold your
0: hand right across the finish line. <laughs>
1: Yeah. You guys barely will have to do anything except for just hitting subscribe and leaving a review on a brand new podcast. It's going to be great. So excited.
0: All right. Well, thanks for hanging in there this week with us. We did drop a lot of bombs, but, uh, you know, sometimes that just needs to happen. And it's the holidays. We got a lot of emotions going on, you know, shopping stress and... I feel just like literally just air if, it.
1: This time of year, everything is like, it's the holidays, whatever. It just is what it is. Whatever. Whatever. Covers all um, the internet. Well, we love you guys right, so much. let so, go have some eggnog. Support the podcast. So you can go to blueblocks.com, B L U B L O X dot com, and you can go to comradesocks.com, C O M R A D socks.com Both of those places, discount code GGW will give you a discount and you will be supporting our great podcast. We love you guys. We'll talk to you next week.